I want to go ahead and do this video. Talk about money. Everybody likes money. Tech G likes money. Pretty sure you all like money. It's very hard to live in America if you ain't got no money. All right. So we all need to figure out how to go out there and get this money, preferably the legal way, all right? So I want to talk about this video. I mean, talk about this video. I want to make this video because, you know, every now and then I hear people talking a little slick and greasy out in these internet streets about CompTIA, all right? Um, I've heard some people say CompTIA certs are bottom of the barrel certs and or, you know, they they uh, they can't get you to the money quick. And you're like, right, listen, when it comes to this tech thing, there are like all types of different paths you can do to get to the money. When I say get to the money, normally what that means, or when you hear people say get to the money, they're talking about breaking six figures, right? Crossing the $100,000 threshold, right? That's what most people mean when they say get to the money. So when I say get to the money, I'm talking about how you can break six figures. Now, if you've been subscribed to my channel for about two years, ever since I started, about two and a half years, a lot of you know I always say, you know, you can go from being fresh off the street at your mama house, no life skills, experience, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Just last week you was sitting around playing video games and throwing Cheetos in your mouth, right? To within about three to five years with enough hard work, you can go from dusty and broke to potentially making six figures. Well, well I'll say five to 10 years. About five to 10 years, you can go from dusty and broke to making about six figures in tech. Now, if you're really serious, you can get there faster, hence the three to five year. So, I'm going to lay out the blueprint for how you guys can get there, starting with CompTIA. Now, understand there are other ways you can do this, but I'm going to focus on the three paths that I, I know the most about in some capacity. I, I don't know about every single lane in IT because I, I got friends of mine that, um, well, one particular friend who teaches IT as well. And he teaches database development, right? He's a database dude. That's all he does. He knows Oracle database, SQL, you know, all that stuff. A bunch of stuff I don't know anything about. His path can take a person from dusty and broke to cracking $100,000 and probably, I don't know, anywhere between six months to two years. You know what I'm saying? Depending upon how how these person grind, how, how the person grinds. But the reason that's possible, <clears throat> the reason that's possible is because of the nature of what they do and the high demand, but also within the nature of what they do, in my opinion, it is way more complicated to go that path to getting into tech than it is the path that I'm, I'm mostly focused on. All right. So I'm going to lay out this path for y'all. I'm pull up my screens in a second. Hold on. Shout out to JM. If you're in, if you're in, if you are in tech for money, I feel like programming is the way to go rather than tech support, bro. All right. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. 
It worked for me making 70000 All right, listen. Like I say, JM, they call you JR, I meant to say JM. There's all types of ways you can get to the money to making over 100000 Programming's one. Database, cybersecurity, there's all types of stuff. It's just a matter of what path you want to go and what you're willing to do, all right? So I'm going to show you all the path, all right, that I think is the easiest. So let me, let me go ahead and pull some screens up. And this is the path that I focus on because this is the path that I know the most about. All right. And I've seen people do this. I have people, I mean, I've done it. I got other people in my family that's done it. So, you know, I can only tell y'all what I know that works from experience. Give me a second. Make sure I'm pulling up the right window. All right. So, y'all see my letters? Let me make my, my font a little bigger. Hold on. Y'all read that? Is it, is it coming up on the screen pretty big, or do I need to make it bigger? Let me let me make it a little bit bigger because I want y'all to see this. All right, I think that's I think that's big enough. All right, so let's talk about what Tech G does over here. Right, I had to write this stuff out. I'm calling this the basics. Shout out to my brother. Professor Black Ops. I need to go subscribe to this dude. Very smart dude. Well, we're going to start with the basics, right? What's the basics? Is my font too big? Let me drop it. It, it looks like it's just hella big. I mean, I want it big. I don't want it like super. You know what I'm saying? Let me just make this 40, right? We'll, we'll, we'll roll with 40 for right now. So let's talk about the basics on what I primarily focus over here on, right? So what's the basics, right? You got IT fundamentals, right? A plus, network plus, and security plus, right? So in case you guys don't know what these certs are, let me go ahead and school you all on it so that y'all can get familiar in case y'all are still lost in the sauce out there. IT fundamentals, right? Shout out to everybody that's been watching my free course because I got that course posted on the YouTubes for free and y'all are going through the videos, getting certified, doing, doing your damn thing out there. But this course, IT fundamentals, this course is designed to basically just give you an overview of IT, talk about various aspects of IT, uh, introduce you to some, uh, what's up, Keep It Techie? Y'all go sub to Keep It Techie as well. But introduce you to some uh, some basic concepts pertaining to IT. Like what's the binary, uh, like, like what's a uh, decimal, binary, hexadecimal notations? What's a computer? What's some basic networking concepts? What's some basic security concepts? Basic programming concepts? Uh, basic database concepts? And some other stuff up in there, right? That's all that cert is designed to do, is just give you an introduction to tech, right? This cert alone is not going to get you to $100,000. You'll be lucky if you can get a job with that cert. That doesn't mean that you shouldn't get it, you know, because I made a video explaining why you should get it, because it's a heck of a lot cheaper than getting your A-plus certification, because this test right here 
this particular voucher, I mean, well, the voucher for that exam only costs like 120 something bucks compared to the grand total of like 400 something dollars. You would have to pay to get A plus certified because remember, it's two separate tests at 200 something dollars a pop. But it's a very good test to just introduce you to the wonderful world of tech, right? Nothing wrong with it. And the stuff that you learn in it will directly help you out with the next test, which is the next level, a step above this, which is your A-plus certification. What does this test focus on? This test talks about, it primarily focuses on what is a computer? You know, input, output, processing, stores, like what makes a computer a computer? The hardware components and the software components. You know what I'm saying? You know, because without the basic computer, there would be no tech industry. There will be no database developers. There will be no cloud developers. There will be no coders. There will be no streaming. There will be no YouTube. None of this would be possible if there wasn't a computer. You understand? Then we get to the next level, cyber, uh, cybersecurity, Network Plus. What does this cert fo focus on? This certification focuses on how do these uh, devices called computers, how do they communicate with each other? How do they communicate with the internet? How do they pass information back and forth so that those of you who are lounging around in your underwear right now, staring at your iPhones, listening to me talk on this video, how is this even possible? Or is it all magic? That's what the Network Plus certification is designed to kind of address those questions in a broad kind of way. Then we get to the Security Plus certification. This is actually... Your first true cyber certification, right? This is actually your first true cyber uh, cybersecurity certification, right? Security Plus. Somebody says, how do I know you're in your underwear? <laughs> how do I know? Because I'm currently sitting in mine. No, I'm just playing. I got no sweatpants, but... <laughs> but nah, but Security Plus, this is actually your first true cybersecurity certification. And this certification is important because this can this is what can help you get hired working for the federal government or doing some contracting with them and, and all this other stuff, right? I think I actually talked about that in a previous video. But this certification is designed to just introduce you to the wonderful concepts of how to identify threats on the internet, how to protect networks and systems, how to educate people that aren't in tech about the dangers of the internet and basic things that they can do to minimize catching viruses and malware and social engineering and all that stuff, right? So that's what that is. So I consider these certs your basics, your building blocks, right? These four certifications, they give you, they, they lay down your foundational understanding of the actual IT industry and everything that sprung from it. Everything from cybersecurity, the cloud, to networking, to uh, uh, database development, computer science, quantum computing, you know, all this crazy stuff, right? For those of y'all wondering why I said quantum computing, so I posted a Security Plus class, uh, a new lesson last night. For those of y'all who are signed up for my lessons membership, in that slideshow, I was in there talking about quantum computers and quantum computing, uh, stuff like that. 
got a little deep up in that lesson. But anyways, this is your building block, right? Now, will this get you to $100,000 a year? Probably not. Not coming out the door. No, it's not. What can you realistically expect to get if you knocked out all 40 certifications? Realistically, you went out and banged all these four certifications out. And how long would it take you to get all this, right? So if you were serious, like I say, just two weeks ago, you were sitting around the house watching Scooby-Doo, smelling like hot Karachi, and then you decided to get your life right because somebody shared a Tech G video. And you was like, ooh, let me go learn IT. So if you realistically applied yourself, the time frame it should take you to go from IT fundamental to security plus, it shouldn't take you no longer than about six months, in my personal opinion. Six months, I'll even I'll, fine, I'll stretch it out a whole year because you know, just in case you're lazy. But if you're serious, maybe about six months it should take you to get all these certs. But are these certs gonna get you the hundred thousand dollar a year job? No, they're not. Now can they possibly help you get there over time? Maybe. And I'm saying that assuming you never go beyond security plus. Maybe it can get you there. Maybe if you decide, hey, let me go be a contractor working in Iraq or Kuwait or somewhere in the Mideast. Yeah, you can come out the door getting a $100,000 a year job. Go ask Keep It Techie. Where is he at? I saw him up in here somewhere. Keep It Techie can tell you all about that, that contracting life. He was a contractor in Afghanistan the same year I was deployed in Afghanistan when I was on active duty. So, so we can tell you all about that. But working here stateside, you're probably going to be a little hard-pressed to get to the $100,000. You, you'll probably end up getting your first job starting off maybe forty, maybe as high as 50000 Still not bad, you know what I'm saying, especially if you're like a young person and you don't have a bunch of debt. You don't, you know, you don't have all this crazy stuff the rest of us adults have to deal with. You know what I mean? Because I got a 16-year-old son. And so if my 16-year-old son, if he gets all these certs, because we're right now we're trying to get him all these certs before he graduates high school. Now, my now by the time he's 18, he graduates, and my son has a job paying 40, 50,000. My son's like on baller status because he ain't got no bills. <laughs> you know, he ain't got nothing, he ain't got nothing else going on in his life. But anyways, that's the uh, the basic, the foundation, right? Now, let's talk about various paths that I personally think are the most important because I know something about them. Either I've worked directly in them or I've, you know, worked side by side, you know, whatever. You know, it's, anyways, these are, the, these are the things I know most about. First path, let's talk about the one that I always talk about, cybersecurity, right? Now we're going gonna, gonna, to help you guys get to the $100,000 mark here by what certifications you probably want to add to your resume. Oh, before, before I say all that, you got to understand the order of importance when it comes to IT. Experience is king dingling out in these streets, right? It's the Don Dada. It's, it, it is what it is, right? Next is certifications. 
And then at the bottom is um, professional degrees, like bachelor degrees, master's and all that crap. But experience trumps everything. So as I'm going through this list, you need to keep in mind that I'm assuming you're going to be working and you're going to be getting experience along the way so that you can add stuff to your resume. I'm not talking about somebody who goes out here and just sits at home, studies for certifications all day and takes tests, but you never go out there and get a job and put your knowledge into practical use. I'm speaking as if people go out there and get these certs and then they go get a job and they start working and they start getting experience, you know, getting their hands dirty, learning what they got to learn, adding stuff to their resume. And then at the, while they're doing that, they're still studying for a higher level, more specialized certs. That's the what that's how I'm framing this entire case for how you can go from zero dollars to one hundred thousand dollars a year starting with CompTIA certifications. Because like I say, I've heard quite a few arguments from other people that work in tech. They totally hate CompTIA certs. They think they're trash. You'll never make any real money doing it, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, I make real money doing it. I started off this way. Keep it techie. I'm pretty sure he started off this way. Uh, my man's um, Professor Black Ops, he may have started off this way. So anyways, so now, so we got that understood. So like I stated, you go get these four certs. You start IT Fundamentals all the way to Security Plus, and you're dead serious on changing your life. My personal opinion, it shouldn't take nobody longer than six months to get these certs. Six months. A month for IT Fundamentals, two months for A Plus because it's two tests. Or maybe I'll give you two and a half months. Network Plus about another month. Security Plus about, well, oh, am I doing my math right? Maybe Network Plus about another two months. Maybe Security Plus about another two months. You understand? I give you like six months. So now that we got that out the way, let's talk about the Security Plus path, right? So you're like, all right, I want to be a cybersecurity pro. What I got to do? Well, obviously, we're going to get our basics, A Plus, Net Plus, and Security Plus, right? Then we might want to go ahead and get this thing called a pen test. Penetration testing certification. This is a cybersecurity cert. There's another one called CYSA plus. I can't remember what that stands for, but it's another cybersecurity certification. We got another one out there called CEH, stands for certified ethical hacker. I want to get that in your life, right? Uh, you probably want to get some Linux in your life because, you know, there's more to the world than just Windows and, and uh, Apple computers. There's a whole bunch of Linux devices out there, operating systems floating around in the background, making the Internet do what it do. Maybe you want to learn something about Server Plus, right? I'll even throw in this thing called Project Plus. I remember what the heck that does, but it does something. Where's my little plus mark at? Let me shrink this so y'all can keep this on the screen. All right. Hold on, so I had to write all this down. Give me a second. 
You might want to go out there and learn about this software called Solar Wings, like an IT management type of thing. They have a certification for that. They got this program called Wireshark. I want to learn there's actual certification for this as well. So these certs right here, and I'm not saying that you got to go get all these certs. So don't be out there just stacking certs just to stack. Them. My rule is get certifications that the job says you need to have that you want to work for. Right? That, that's my personal rule. Did I leave off something? I think I left something off. All right. Anyways, so these certs right here, if you go down, uh, let's just say you get your basics, IT, IT fundamentals, A plus, net plus, security plus, then you get your penetration testing, your certified ethical hacker, your Linux, and then you go learn solar winds and wire sharking. Like I say, as you're getting these certs, you're actively working. You got a job. You wouldn't found your first job, you know, let's just say five years goes by. Now you only focus on one certification a year. So you got your first job after you, after you did this. Now you're working, working, working. Uh, six months to a year or so, you decide, let me go ahead and learn this, this penetration testing thing. You spend the whole year learning that. You mess around and get certified. You do another year. You're like, all right, let me go become a certified ethical hacker. You drag this whole process out and go get certified. You go learn Linux. You go learn these other things, give them like six months to a year and get certified. Somebody mentioned CIS, uh, CISSP. All right. So the reason why I didn't put CISSP is because that's considered more of a, a way more advanced certification. And I think to take the CISSP, you got to actually have X amount of years or experience and or certain certifications just to take that test like like that's the prerequisite so all the stuff i'm listing you don't need a prerequisite so i'm that's why i'm not going a step above this because obviously you go a step above this and get more specialized certs yes you're going to be able to go to 100 but i'm talking about you can get to 100,000 with just this stuff right here is, is the point that i'm trying to make and you can do this realistically in about five years five to ten years of dragging your feet now, if you're really high speed, you can knock this out in three to five years. You know what I'm saying? But we're just going to focus on the five to 10 year window because that's what I always tell people. And that's like I say, that's what people dragging their feet because they're lazy or life is just happening. Maybe you got things going on, wife, kids, you know, life. All right. So that's path one. Well, what's the other path, right? The other path you guys want to think about is cloud computing. Now, in case you guys don't know what cloud is, because everybody likes to say the word cloud, and I'm going to help you guys out, right? What's the cloud? This is the easiest definition for cloud. Cloud is simply somebody else's computer that's holding your data. That's all the cloud is, ladies and gentlemen. What do I mean? Let's just say I had me a computer sitting right here. A nice little fancy schmancy tower, right? Something you can buy off of, off a of new egg or build your own or whatever the case may be. And you stored all of your music on my computer or your movies, right? 
But then every time you want to listen to your music and stream your stuff, you had to connect to my computer that's sitting in my house, my single computer. Well, my computer is the cloud for your device. That's all the cloud is. It's just data. It's just your data sitting on somebody else's computer. That's it. So when you're out there talking to grandma, granddad, are you trying to explain this to a five-year-old? And the reason why I'm saying this is because when I teach IT, right, because I do this offline and online in some capacity, I always tell people in IT, you have to develop this skill set of learning how to take all this techie lingo and make it make sense in layman's terms to people who don't know a damn thing about IT and they're not interested in learning anything about IT. You have to make it make sense in a way that they can understand. So if somebody asks you what the cloud is and they have no background in tech, they don't care about tech, you're going to look kind of foolish talking to this person, talking about, well, let me tell you what the cloud is. You know, we have the public cloud, the private cloud, the community cloud, a hybrid cloud. We got infrastructure as a service, platform as a service, uh, software as a service. Uh, we got this. We got that. We got metering. They're going to be like, what the heck are you talking about? Just tell them, hey, your stuff is sitting on somebody else's computer. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Because when you go out there and you start working, dealing with customers, whether these are customers that are paying the business that you work for or that you own, these are customers that work in a different department. Like you work in the IT department, they work in the HR department, they're considered customers. When they come up to you and they want you to solve a problem, they ain't trying to hear all this, this geeky IT techie lingo. They want you to explain this crap in plain English so that they can go home and tell their eight-year-old what you did. You understand? So it's important that you guys learn this skill. Because I see some people, they'll talk extra tech stuff. And that's cool if you're talking amongst a bunch of tech people and we can keep up with the lingo, the acronyms, the slang. But you got to remember, most people don't know anything about tech. They're scared of this crap. Hence the reason why we get paid the big bucks to learn the stuff and fix the stuff that they're terrified of learning to fix on their own. That, that's how this works, right? So just so that was just a little, little side note there. But let's talk about this cloud computing thing. So how do we get to $100,000 with cloud? All right, here's how you do it, right? So we're going to go back to our favorite one, the basics. <laughs> Can't throw these basics away because these basics, which is up here, they, they talk about cloud. They start introducing you to cloud, right? So we got to get those four certs out of the way, right? Next one you might want to focus on, you might want to learn Cloud Plus. There's another CompTIA cert all about teaching you about the cloud. Now, also, let me back up. All these, for those y'all don't know, these CompTIA certifications, especially when you're dealing with the basic stuff, these are what they call gender, gender. <laughs> I didn't mean to say gender. Vendor neutral. I was about to say gender neutral, but vendor neutral certifications, right? So let's just take Network Plus, for instance, right? Network Plus is going to teach you a bunch of networking concepts. What's a router? What's a switch? What's a VLAN? What's a uh, uh, DSL versus cable versus fiber internet? You know, just all this stuff. They're not going to focus specifically on one brand. Like when you start dealing with what is called a CCNA, a Cisco Certified Networking Associate, that's very similar to the Network Plus certification. But 
that certification is teaching you about Cisco's products, their switches and their routers and how to configure those things. All right. So and those are called vendor specific. Yeah, I was about to say, gen I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it came up. I, for some reason, it just came gender just popped up in my head. I was like, anyways. So anyway, getting back to cloud computing. So cloud plus, this is more of a, we're getting closer and closer to the, to the vendor specific side of things, right? Meaning cloud plus is all about cloud and they're teaching about cloud technology. That's pretty much all you're talking about. But now you want to get into the vendor specific. So what else you want? You want to get you this thing called AWS uh, practitioner. You spell that practice. How do you spell practitioner? Prac. Did I write it down? All right. Well, however you spell practitioner, I, I, I guess that's how you spell it. I don't know. But Amazon Web Services. Now we're dealing with vendor specific. This is learning Amazon's cloud technologies. And everybody knows Amazon dominates the world in terms of cloud computing, right? I don't know what the market share they have, but. It's, it's, it's almost a monopoly with them. You know what I'm saying? So you want to learn a Amazon Web Services. Next one you want to learn, or you, know, you can go in any order. You want to get some uh, Microsoft Azure. This is Microsoft's cloud. Now you're going to be learning about the cloud with Microsoft. Another one you could throw up in there is um, Google. Uh-oh. Google has a cloud certification called Google Associate <coughs> Cloud Engineer. Oh, did I spell, how do you spell practitioner? Did I spell, oh, here we go. All right. Um, now these three certs, these are the beginning level certs for these three companies, right? Practitioner, the Microsoft Azure is actually called Microsoft Certified Azure Fundamentals. That's the actual name of the cert. And then the Google Associate Cloud Engineer, that's the name of that cert. Right? Another thing you might want to learn is uh, Microsoft 365 Certified Fundamentals. I'm pretty sure all you guys go to work and all you guys sit around reading emails all day. All you guys are on Microsoft Teams all day or, you know, doing something, or at least you were once upon a time. Well, you can thank uh, Microsoft 365 for making that happen. <laughs> Office 365. You're going to have to learn that, get it in your life, because a lot of employers are asking that people know this stuff, right? Something else you might want to learn. That'll help you out. Got to get some of this Linux in your life, baby. Linux is not going away. Uh, what else? Let me see. Is there something else on here I'm leaving off? I'll even throw in CCNA. At the end of the day, and I'll explain why this is in a second. But I'll even throw in CCNA. Now, once again, I'm not saying that you got to go get all these certs. 
get the certs that your job says you need to get so that you can get hired. But if you were trying to lay out a path of how do I get to 100,000 starting with CompTIA, these are the certs that I would recommend you uh, consider pursuing depending upon what path you want to go. All right. So now let's talk about the next one, the other one that I know, the one that I actually started my career off in, the networking path. Right? So what is the networking path, ladies and gentlemen? So the networking path, this is essentially the path that focuses on making sure your ones and zeros can travel across the information superhighway known as the internet. So all you people that want to stream stuff and save stuff onto the cloud, well, that stuff doesn't just magically teleport itself to the cloud. There is an actual infrastructure in place consisting of Cat5 cables, fiber optic cables, switches, routers, and you know all kind of terminologies like trunking and you know just all kind of goofy stuff out there that makes it possible for your ones and zeros to travel from your phone to whatever server you're trying to communicate with. So you can read an email, send an email, uh, buy something off Amazon, watch a YouTube video, stream something, whatever the heck it is you're trying to do. Those ones and zeros don't just magically teleport themselves you know, out of thin air. They have to travel across some type of medium. That's where the networking path comes into play. This is where you really start focusing on, you know, like I said earlier, routers and switches and how to set up routing tables so that information can get from point A to point B in the fastest way possible, all that type of stuff, you dig? So what are the search you need to get for this that I recommend? Going back to our basics, right? IT fund, well, like I say, IT fundamentals is not a necessity, but it is if you know crap about IT, start there. But if you know a little something, start here. But A plus, net plus, security plus, right? Then CCNA, Cisco Certified Networking Associate. This is the lowest level. Wait, is it the lowest? There used to be one called ICND1. I think they got rid of the ICND thing because basically what it was, you used to be able to take these two tests called ICND1 and ICND2, I think. And if you pass both exams, you have a CCNA. I think they may have gotten rid of that. I'm not 100% sure, but now it's just a full-blown CCNA test. But anyways, the CCNA exam, is pretty much almost identical to the Network Plus certification. You're learning about networking concepts, routers and switches. The only difference is CCNA focuses just on learning their products, their routers, their switches, because they have the they dominate the market with routers and switches that are floating around out there. Networking routers, not not these Soho routers, small office, home office routers that are sitting in your house right now. We're talking about the actual networking routers and switches that make up the backbone of the Internet that pass the ones and zeros all over the doggone place. Right. So CCNA. And that's the starting one. The next level is what? CCMP, Cisco Certified Networking Professional. And I think the other one after that is CCNI or E or something like that, right? But anyway, we're just, we're just, we're just going to stop here at CCNA. So you want to get that in your life. You want to get this Linux Plus in your life. Because guess what? Linux is everywhere. You're going to have to get it in your life. You're going to come across Linux a whole lot. You're going to want to learn something about this thing called Wireshark, where you can sniff networks. You know, did I leave that one off somewhere? I know I put it up here on cybersecurity as well. 
there's a certification out there for that. It's a free program you can just download, but they actually have a certification for it. And guess what? You get that, you get certified in that, that can potentially add more money to your, to your bank account. Also want to learn about solar wings. It's like a network management type of certification. Um, let me see. Matter of fact, the name of the actual certification for solar winds is solar wind certified professional. Wireshark is Wireshark certified network analyst. Right? So that's the actual name of these solar winds and uh, Wireshark certifications. In case you guys were wondering. And then what else you want to get for uh, networking? Um. You know, you can pretty much stop there with networking for the most part. You don't you don't really have to go too, too far above and beyond that, because um, what it is, you can dive off into CCNA and then you can kind of specialize. Well, I want to learn CCNA uh, routers or what is it? Routers and switches, right? Or CCNA, um, what is it? Wireless or something like that. Like there's under the CCNA, there are like specialty CCNAs that you can get. And obviously, the more specialized you get, the more money you can put in your pocket. But the whole point is with the networking path, this is enough to get you to $100,000. Now, is this going to get you $100,000 coming straight out the gate? No. So, once again, I'm going to rewind the conversation, right? This list is, is under the framework that you're starting from zero. You're broke and dusty, sitting at your mama's house, sucking on your thumb, trying to figure out how come you ain't the man out in these streets in life, right? This is where this is your starting point, right? <laughs> um, and then you come across my YouTube channel. You're like, wow, I want to learn IT because I want to be like that guy, right? So you go out there, you start learning IT fundamentals, A plus, network plus, security plus. I said, realistically, if you get out there on the grind, and beat feet, you can get all four of these certs in like six months. But if you're a little lazy or life is kind of happening to you, fine, I'll give you a whole year. But there's no reason why you should go past 12 months to where you can't get these four certifications. Six months, you should be able to knock them out the park, right? First time goes. And if you sign up for my Tech G memberships, you too will get a first time go, assuming you study, right? So now, we get all that. We go get our first job. Yay. We out there doing some tier one, tier two help desk stuff. We're resetting user passwords, plugging in cables, fixing printers, uh, you know, replacing keyboards that people spilled juice on, you know, doing all the grunt work. We out there humping and jumping for six months, six months to a year doing this, loving life or hating life, depending upon how you like it, right? Making... I don't know, anywhere between $15, $20, an hour. Not bad, you know, depending upon, like I say, if you're a young person and you just start your life out, that's not bad money. If you're like 30, 40 years old, wife, kids, mortgage, you're probably questioning yourself, like, how the hell did I get here? <laughs> how am I going to survive? Well, you can survive if you just wait it out, focus on doing what you got to do and stack stuff on your resume. Because the most important thing about this is getting a job, getting your foot in the door so that you can start getting your experience up and adding stuff to your resume to make you look better. Because let's just say you go out there and you do the mundane grunt work, 
plugging in network cables, resetting user passwords and all this crap, right? Six months to a year from now, you should have enough experience to where you can go through and refresh your resume and possibly throw it back out there and go get another job. As a matter of fact, I got a dude that just hit me up the other day, and this is exactly his life story. Now, I'm not going to say he was broke and dusty, but he's like 21, 22 years old. I met him a few months ago. Don't know what he was doing before I met him, but he went through, got his A+, his Network+, and his Security+, went out there, got him a basic help desk job, making like 20 bucks an hour. He was happy. He was doing something in tech. Six months later, he calls me or sends me a text message talking about he just got a promotion at the job. So now his money don't went up. I think he may have went to a different position. So I'm saying all this because even when you start here, you're not going to be here forever. If you're serious about the grind of trying to get to six figures and make a career out of this, you're going to get these certs, go get whatever job you can get, and you're going to use this to build experience. Everything you do, document it. I don't care if they got you uh, uh, resetting passwords for a whole week straight. Document how many times you reset, how many passwords you reset, and what was the outcome. And then we'll find a way to dress it up and make it fancy for your resume to make it sound like something more extravagant than you resetting passwords. You're like, how would you do that? So let's just say your job, they hired you, and they got you changing light bulbs all around the room. You just, you just run around just changing light bulbs every day. You're like, man, all I do is change light bulbs. Like I literally stand on a ladder and twist light bulbs all day. You're like, Tech G, how can you make that sound better on a resume? Let me, let me tell you how. So here's how you can dress that up. Instead of you saying, I changed 50 light bulbs, you can say on your resume, I successfully installed 50 illumination systems. Now, what sounds better? Successfully installing 50 illumination systems or changing 50 light bulbs. Well, a light bulb is technically an illumination system. Why? Because it illuminates. It produces light. But it sounds so much better on the resume. So there are things, so the whole point of me mentioning that, there are things you can do, even if what you're doing starting out at the bottom seems like something mundane, dry and boring, you can still dress it up because it's not about necessarily what you're doing. It's really about you getting the experience, the learning process, so we can dress that resume up and get you off to the races to a promotion or another job because there's a thousand million jobs out there. And so anyways, so we're there. There's no reason why within six months to a year, you can't have a promotion or be working at another job. And then while you're doing all this stuff, you're going out here and just focusing six months to a year, learning a brand new higher level certification. So let's just say you want, you're like, I want to go cybersecurity. All right. You say, all right, let me go study for my penetration test, pen test exam. You give yourself six months to a year to knock that out. There's no reason why you can't be certified in pen tests. And guess what? That's going to come with another promotion or a brand new job. And then you decide, all right, well, I want to go get ethical hacker, Linux. Six months to a year, each of those certifications. There's no reason why you can't do it. So you keep doing that. And you go get like another one, Server Plus or one of these joints down here. 
six months to a year. Anyways, you add all that time up. Now we're approaching that window of five years that I always say, five to 10 years. If you just kind of just, I'm not going to say dragging your feet, but you just, you know, you just, you know, taking your time, one certification a year that you want to focus on while you're working. You understand? You can get to that six month, uh, six month, that six figure mark. It's not hard to do. Now, like I mentioned earlier, when I started this video, there are other lanes in IT that can take you there faster. Database development is one. I'm not a database development dude. Somebody mentioned computer programming up in here. I'm not a computer programmer. Yeah, those they can get you there faster. Meaning you can come out the door and damn near be breaking six figures. But in my personal opinion, when I'm dealing with people who know absolutely nothing about tech, that stuff is going to be too much for the average person, in my personal opinion, based off of what I've seen. My path that I teach and others teach, I believe this is the easiest way to transition into tech and then getting yourself going to the six-figure mark in five to ten years or maybe three to five years, depending upon how serious you get. So that's all I want to express to y'all. Right? When people out here talking this crazy talk about CompTIA, no, you can get the six figures with CompTIA. You can get the six figures in IT doing a whole bunch of stuff, but it's highly possible to do it with CompTIA as well. You just need to pick a path that you want to go down and start <clears throat> going after certain certifications as you're working and building up that documentation to add to your resume to make it look like make it seem like you're a superstar in these streets, which you will be if you're serious about, you know, getting this money and living and living the best life you can live. All right. So that's essentially how you can go, how you can make one hundred thousand dollars with CompTIA certifications starting off with the IT fundamental cert, the, the most elementary cert that I have on my YouTube channel for free. So make sure you subscribe. And for those of y'all that want to learn this more advanced stuff, which is I consider the basic building blocks, go join the channel membership. We're getting it cracking over there. And then eventually, once I get caught up in everything, I'm going to start teaching some other stuff that I'm probably not going to put on YouTube. Or maybe I will. I don't know. But anyway, so these are some of the certs. Like I said, you don't have to get all this stuff. I would recommend you get all this right here just so you can build your basic found. Because, oh, yeah, there's nothing else I want to say. So, so let's talk about these jobs, right? You got to understand something, ladies and gentlemen. IT is never going away. As long as we have computers and electricity, there's always going to be IT. Our entire lives exist on IT. Every industry that you think can think of exists on IT. Like, I, I'll give you an example. So, I live in Orlando, Florida, in case you guys don't know. Down here in Orlando, we have the world's biggest McDonald's. Anybody ever been to Orlando? You go to a street called International Drive. It's a street where all the tourists go down there smelling like tourists. <laughs> but there's a street called International Drive that intersects with a street called Sand Lake, uh, Sand Lake Drive. And right at the corner, there's the world's biggest McDonald's. They got an upstairs video game room. They, they do. They be in there cooking pizza and making Philly cheese sandwiches. Right. It's all kind of goofy stuff that goes on in there. But anyways, at this McDonald's, when you walk in there, they don't have cashiers. I mean, they got a they got a, a person that will stand in the front. But what it is, you go in there, they have these giant kiosks. I call them giant iPads. They're like they're probably like four feet tall. 
You just go up to them and press buttons and order stuff. I want a number one with a milkshake and a large fry or whatever, whatever. And then it, you insert your credit card and then it spits out your number and your receipt. And you take your receipt to the, to the person working the counter and they'll go fetch your food. Well, those giant kiosks, those are computers, ladies and gentlemen. They have replaced somebody who could be working at a cash register, right? Somebody has to maintain and fix those doggone kiosks in case somebody come in there and want to punch one or the, the digitizer on it because they work just like a giant iPhone. You touch the screen or a giant iPad. Anyway, somebody breaks that crap. But when you touch it, put your little finger on the digitizer it reads your, your coordinates on your from where you touched it, transmits your ones and zeros, saying, oh, this person wants a number one. Well, that information transmits across the wire, the networking stuff, and then it gets sent to a, a, a freaking database somewhere, right? And this database is keeping track of how many orders this particular McDonald's is doing in terms of sales, in terms of how much hamburger meat, how many buns, do we need to order French fries, yada, yada, yada. Or let's just give another example. You go to a grocery store and you ever see the, them people walking up. I used to stock shelves once upon a time. They, they got the little barcode reader and they're scanning stuff. Well, you ever notice when you go to a grocery store that every time you walk in there, no matter what day, what time, there's always milk. There's always bread. There's always the product on the shelf that you want. Minus, you know, some type of em national emergency like a hurricane or a tornado. Every time you go in, there's always the product there that you want. Nobody ever seems to think about how is this possible. You can think those little barcode readers that scan these products, that send information to a database somewhere that keeps track of the inventory of everything that should be sitting on them shelves. And once that inventory starts getting low, they'll send a reminder up. And next you know, here comes a damn delivery truck delivering products to the grocery store so that when you walk in there the next day, you can go in there and buy your freaking uh your, your loaf of bread and your, and your little carton of eggs. So you never have to wonder, wow, how come there's never no eggs in here? Well, there's always going to be eggs in there because there's a database keeping track of all this crap. Well, guess what? That database was built by somebody and it has to be maintained by somebody. Hence the reason why my friend teaches database development, right? Well, guess what? Within that database, there is a cybersecurity professional somewhere out there who has to protect the information on the database to prevent the hackers from messing with the damn data so that all the employees who work at that damn spot can get paid their money and you can make sure you're milking eggs on that damn shelf every time you walk up in that grocery store. Somebody has to protect this crap, right? Then we get to the cloud computing where all this information sitting on the database is not sitting in that grocery store somewhere. It's sitting on a cloud that's either on an Amazon cloud service somewhere or the company owns their own little cloud computing thing, which they more than likely don't. They probably deal with Amazon web services. That's where the database stuff is sitting on that cloud. And then we get to the whole networking component. Well, when they scan a little thing on the barcode and it sends your information to the database so you can make sure you got your bread and eggs and everybody can get paid over here, those ones and zeros got to travel across the wire through the fiber optic cables that are being laid in the ground. You ever see those guys outside on the sidewalk and they got those big orange tubes and they're digging up the side of the road? They're installing fiber wires right there, in case you guys didn't know that. So those ones and zeros got to travel across the great internet across the fiber, hit a, hit a router here, hit another router here, also they can get to this damn database to make sure they can keep an accurate count of how many damn loaves of bread are sitting in this damn store right now so that when you walk your little happy-go-lucky self in there, you can have a slot, you can have bread so you can go home and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, hop on your couch and watch more Tech G videos. So I'll give you this example because not, tech is always going to be there. There's always going to be a job. 
in every industry, whether you're dealing with schools, entertainment, sports, grocery stores, gas stations. I don't freaking care what it is, uh, the legal system, all of this stuff. And there's all types of industries you can get into with tech. And then there are all types of lanes within tech that can get you to the $100,000 mark, right? And so this is why I put this together to let you guys know that when you hear people out here talking reckless and greasy about CompTIA, these people don't know what the hell they're talking about, but Tech G does. That's why you need to subscribe to this channel. But this is how you can get to the $100,000 mark, right? Even if you're starting off brand new, knowing absolutely nothing, and you decide, let me go get my, how come this thing ain't working? Let me go get my IT fundamental cert. This little IT fundamental cert can literally put you on a path to making $100,000 in the next five years. If you do what I told you to do, you're just focusing on getting one major certification a year. In five years, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to uh, damn near crack 100000 or crack it. And when I say damn near crack it, we're talking about you got, you're like 80, 90,000. You're like right there. But then you're going to be there in the next year or so, right? That's, that's how this can start, man. And there's always a plethora of jobs out there. They're always hiring in IT, right? And, then, and here's another thing. The more experience you get and you start throwing your resume out there on Indeed, guess what? You're not even going to have to go looking for jobs. The jobs are going to come looking for you. Do you know how many people hit me up on uh, Indeed in my inbox every day asking me to apply for a job? Do I want to work here? Do I want to work here? We got a job offer that's starting off at $150,000 here, doing this, doing this. Dude, I get these offers all the time. And I just, you know, I go through and delete them because I already got a job that I'm cool with and I just delete them. But I don't even I don't even really put myself out there anymore. I've already put enough of my information out there to where now these people are looking for me. And guess what? It'll be the same way for you. Even when you just getting started, it'll be the same way for you. So I hope this kind of clears some things up as to why I created this channel and why I focus on the entry-level stuff. And then when you hear people making these videos, just comp to your worth. I know I got a couple of those, but it's comp to your worth. And oh no, you need to do this. You need to do this. Uh, uh, comp to you, they don't pay. They, they start you off at the bottom. You'll never make no money, blah, blah, blah. Listen, listen, trust me. I've been doing this for 20 years, <laughs> working in IT. I got the, the certs, the experience, and the, uh, the professional degrees to match it. Not, not to say that I'm all that, but I'm, I'm just telling you, I've seen this countless times in the industry over the years, right? I've seen this a million gazillion times. This is how you can get to 100,000. Listen, I keep mentioning my, you know, I'm going to call my brother this weekend. My younger brothers are twins, but the youngest twin is a college dropout. Dropped out of college after his first semester of his freshman year. He was out in Daytona going to college out there at Emory Riddle. But instead of him going to class, he was at the beach getting turned up, just living his best life and failed out. Anyways, my brother moved back in with my parents when he was like 20, what was it? No, he was like 19, 19, 20 years old. Did the whole bummy thing for about five, six years, just sitting around, just, just smelling like himself. And then he decided to get his life right. <laughs> he went out there and, and started learning about computers, A+. He messed around, got his first IT job working at home. They came to the house, set up a computer in the house, 
set up a, a VPN connection. And this is like back in, when was this? This had to have been back in like 2005 or six. Anyways, he's sitting at the house playing video games. Then he'll occasionally look at his computer, click clack on something, go back to playing video games. But that's how he started off his IT career. Anyways, fast forward. My brother's been in tech for like 10 years now. No college degree. I think he got A plus, net plus, security plus, and he may have, because he's in cybersecurity, he may have penetration testing or, or, or ethical hackers. Well, I don't know. He got something like that. And my brother makes like $135,000, $40,000 a year, right? He's only been in tech for like 10 years. No college degree. I don't even think he wants to go to college. <laughs> I personally don't think he needs it. Um, and speaking of college, I know I, I spoke to somebody about this. Somebody was like, well, should I get college? Because, you know, I got college. I got a master's in IT. So I'm going to tell you about college degrees with tech real quick. They aren't really that important. And what I mean is you don't need a college degree in some type of IT, like cybersecurity or cloud computing or something like that to make $100,000. Now, you might need a college degree if you want to get a certain position, like you want to move up the ranks in the company to like mid-level management, senior level management, then you might need a college degree. Or you want to become a professor or something like that, teaching at a community college, tech college or a university, you're going to need a college degree. You might need a master's degree. Um, it just depends on the job. But, and also, now let's just go back to my brother. So my brother makes... He makes like close to 140, about 140. If my brother went and got his college degree in an MBA or a master's in IT, that might help him move up to like a senior level position where he might become like a, a VP or something. That might boost his salary another fifty to $100,000 a year, right? Just because he got a degree. But my brother looks at it like, well, do I really want that? He's like, I already make like 140. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Without a degree. And he's like, I ain't got to be in charge of people and you know, all this other crap. I just sit here and click clack on the computer all damn day long. So it just depends on if that's what you need in your life. But now if you're going, if you, if you want to be like a computer scientist, like where my man at, he up in here somewhere, or at least he was savage scientist, right? I think he's actually a computer scientist. Well, you got to go to college for that. Right? There's no getting around that. But there's a lot of things in tech that you don't need a college degree for, but you can still get to $100,000 a year. And then, you know, and then, you know, another conversation I've had, people are, you know, young people, especially uh, some of my younger relatives will ask me about college, right? Should I go to college? And look, you know, once upon a time when I was growing up, we was told, go to college. Now, fortunately for me, I want a full scholarship to go to college. So I'm lucky. I've never paid for college a day in my life, but I'm not the standard. I won a full scholarship coming out of high school. And then when I went and got my two master degrees, I used my post 9-11 bill for my time in the military to pay for those. But if I had to have paid for college, if it hadn't been for that scholarship, I was going to the army straight out of high school. But let's just say I decided to go to college. I would have had to take out student loans and be one of these people out here talking about Joe Biden, forgive my school debt. Because all of my college would have cost me my undergrad degree and my two graduate degrees, I'd probably have a bill for about $150,000, dollars because I went to school to be an engineer, an aerospace engineer, right? Because I thought I was going to work for NASA, building spaceships and shit like that. But 
I would have a bill for uh, of about like $150,000, $160,000 if it wasn't for all that crap. So I'm saying that to say, you got to weigh the pros and cons of this crap. If you're going to go to college, you need to pick a profession where college is a mandatory requirement. Like you want to be a doctor or something like that, an engineer, you got to go to college, right? But if you're going to sit here and tell me I want to go to college because I want to major in history, I'm going to tell you, you need to go learn tech. And then on your weekends, go down to the public library and read all the history books you want for free. Because there's no need for you to go down there and rack up fifty dollars to $100,000 in debt just so you can go get a job working at Target because you got a history degree. You understand what I'm saying? Like You can learn some things you can just learn on your own thanks to Google Community College and YouTube University. So college is not a thing like it used to be where in, in order for you to be successful, you can get it popping without a college degree. You just need to learn a valuable skill. And tech is one of these industries, cybersecurity, cloud computing, networking, database development or whatever. This is one of these industries that can take you from being broken, dusty to making over $100,000 in five to 10 years without any college debt. Let's just imagine you're like 18 years old, about to graduate high school. You start off learning IT fundamentals and you decide, I want to get into cybersecurity or cloud computing. And your friend decides they're going to go to college to major in communications because they want to be a journalist or something like that. Nothing wrong with that, but whatever. When your friend graduates college at the age of 22, 23, you're probably going to have, like I said earlier, fifty dollars to $100,000 worth of school debt. And then they're going to go out there and get a job, probably making fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 a year. And then they're going to turn into what they call a boomerang baby, where they might have to move back in with mom and dad because they can't afford to live on their own because they got a piece of paper and a degree and they're only making $50,000 a year, but they owe fifty dollars to $100,000 in student debt, right? Meanwhile, you turn 22, 23, you never went to college. You went straight to go get certified. And now you're, you're, you're within five years. Let's just say you don't make $100,000 in five years. Let's just say you're only making 75. Well, you still don't have any college debt. You, you're making 70, $75,000 a year. No college debt. You know, you have way more flexibility and freedom than the person who went to college and got a degree that's society doesn't think is is as valuable as it once was you understand what i'm saying and then also consider this let's just say you're working you're like well i would i do want to go to college there's a lot of companies out there that'll probably pay for you to go to school meaning you work for the company you go to college they'll offer you tuition assistance or reimbursements or you know whatever like like there's there's other ways to get to, to, to go get a degree if you if you absolutely feel like you need one in your life because it's going to help you out professionally or you just want one just for your personal satisfaction. But regardless, college these days, if it's not a job that absolutely requires one and you can go work in your profession once you graduate, I don't know if you really need one. Like, I think I got a son that's a junior in high school and we have these conversations now. I ask him all the time, like, I'm like, what you want to do with your life? Because this is going to determine if daddy's paying for your college or not. Of course, he says tech. And then I'm like, all right, well, we can start this now. We ain't got to wait for you to go to college. We can start right now. 
go. I, I got him signed up and enrolled in my own crap. And he's learning it. You know what I'm saying? And then he may or may not may not need to go to college. Now, if he does go to college, he wins a scholarship, then, hey, do what you do. But at least I'm arming him with all the skills now that are going to be in demand for the foreseeable future in an industry that's never going away because our entire life exists. You know, they get rid of the Internet. There's going to be a whole bunch of people deleting themselves because they're not going to know what to do. You know what I'm saying? All your favorite Instagram stars that, that live for likes and, and people watch them do TikTok dances. What are they going to do with themselves if they can't access the Internet? It's going to be mass self-deletions. I promise you this, right? I'm just saying. So our whole lives exist on the Internet. It's linked to the Internet. So there's always going to be a job. But the beautiful thing about this industry is you don't necessarily have to go the path of college to get it popping. You can, you can jump straight out the gate at 18 years old. You could be already working in a profession now. You're a truck driver. You're working at, you're a chef somewhere. As a matter of fact, a dude just hit me up. I want to say he's got to be in his late 30s, early 40s. I think he actually told me he is a chef and he's trying to learn IT. I think he subscribed to my channel. And I kind of gave him a similar spill. Like, it ain't too late. You can get it popping too. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, that's my rant. We've been on here for a whole hour. Hopefully you got something out of this. Hopefully this uh, motivated some of y'all. Hopefully it motivated some of y'all to go hit that damn membership button. <laughs> Hopefully it motivated some of y'all so that y'all can see that, hey, there is light at the end of the tunnel with learning these certs. The, you can get to the $100,000 threshold, right? even if you're just starting off here. These are some of the things that I recommend. But once again, I don't want y'all out here saying, man, Tech said I got to get all these certifications. No, the hell I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm just, I'm just saying you need to go out there first, see what the requirements of the job are and what they say you need to have in order to get that job and then do what they tell you to do. But more than likely, a lot of them are going to, you know, depending upon what path you're going to go, a lot of them are going to say stuff similar to this in some manner. They're going to mention one of these certs here and there. Or if you're going in the cloud, they're going to mention something up in here. You understand what I'm saying? So you need to, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, tailor this thing a little bit to your specific needs. All right. Anyways, I'm about to go. Let me read some of these comments before I bounce. <sighs> Shout out to Engineering Cannabis. I ain't seen you in a minute. So Chick-fil-A has a huge IT department. Walt Disney department is big from network engineers to data analysts all work in tech. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, look, I live in Orlando. Mickey Mouse is down the street. I be me and Mickey Mouse be slapping fives every time I go to work, right? All type of IT dudes out there. What y'all think? Have y'all been to Disney World lately? Dang, look, this ain't the Disney World from the 1950s when they opened up the park. <laughs> this is some next level Star Trek, next generation futuristic stuff they got going on out there. It's a whole lot of tech. You go into Disney World, you, you, you might as well think you teleported to another planet. That stuff is super futuristic with the technology. Same thing with Universal Studios. Like, it ain't, it ain't listen, this ain't your, your grandma and your great grandma's amusement parks with the teacups. Hell, even the teacup rides are kind of high tech. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's for real high tech stuff going on out there. 
True, bigger roles will contact you with just two years experience in different sectors and different countries begging for remote jobs. Yep. You get that experience, man. You start dressing that resume up, learning them little tricks. Holla at Tech G, I help you out. But you learn them little tricks to make your resume look fly. They're going to start contacting you. And the reason why they're going to contact you is because you've been watching my videos, especially within the cybersecurity sector. There ain't enough people out there. There's too many jobs and not enough people. So they're always looking for cybersecurity people. Because there ain't enough people out there that are qualified to do these cyber jobs. So you put, if you put, listen, I guarantee you get you a little resume. You got, you, let's just say you got these four certs on there. Just because you got this on your cert, um, on your resume, I guarantee your inbox is going to get flooded with jobs asking you to apply for this cybersecurity position. And then they'll teach you the rest on the job training. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guarantee that's what's going to happen. You put a resume together and you got Security Plus on that damn thing. They're going to flood your inbox on Indeed. Didn't the MS-365, I don't think it did. No, it didn't. They, so Microsoft retired a bunch of versions of their, their certifications, the Microsoft MTAs and, and some other crap. But this right here is not retired. This is still in full effect. The uh, Microsoft 365 Certified Fundamentals, that's still in full effect. That MTA stuff and all the other little certs they had, they got rid of all them. I'm not going to say college is a waste. I think you, you, if you're going to go to college, you need to major, you need, you need first and foremost, you need to pick something society says is valuable. And in my personal opinion, STEM and law, that's it. Science, technology, engineering, and math and law. That's it. Everything else outside of that, in my personal opinion, is a waste of time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's a waste. Like, like I'm not knocking people that want to be history buffs, but I personally don't think you need to go to college to become to, to get a degree in history. You can literally go to the public library or go to Google Community College and you know just buy books and read about it on your own. I mean, that's what I personally think. Yeah, I don't know about this whole rapper thing. You know, they just they just uh they just put angel wings on that one rapper, PB and Rock. It's a little too dangerous to be rap. I got a cousin that's trying to be a rapper. Uh, he be going back and forth to Los Angeles all the time, trying to film, recording, vi record videos. <sighs> my cut, my cousin used to be in the army. He got out, whatever. I, you know, I'm gonna go into the old detail, but I got a cousin that's actively trying to be a rapper. He's always in Los Angeles, and I'm just like, oh Jesus, please don't let nothing happen to my cousin. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, he's a grown man, but. After seeing what they did to that, that rapper the other day, I just be like, please don't let my cousin be out there on some stupid crap. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't me, but I'm listening. I'm about to take the CYSA plus next month. Okay, shout out to you, man. Hope you pass. 
Thank you. I'm motivated, but the amount of information needed to remember is a lot. It's not a lot, man. A lot for what? The cert? Uh, you can always hit the rewind button on this video, baby. <laughs> um, but nah, man, it's not a lot. I, listen, I've been talking a lot, but really what I did, I just outlined just three paths. Now, there are more paths, but these are the paths that I'm most familiar with. And plus, these three paths, networking path, cloud computing path, and the cybersecurity path, they all work together. Essentially, they bleed off into one another, right? Because like I say, cloud computing, in case you guys don't know what cloud is, that's just data sitting on somebody else's computer. That's all the cloud is. Well, cybersecurity, since everybody's talking about cloud, cloud this, cloud that, well, they got uh, cloud security out there. Somebody has to protect the cloud. Somebody has to protect the computers, right? Somebody has to teach you how to stop clicking random links and emails, right? Networking path. Well, you want to send stuff to the cloud. How does it get there? It has to travel across some type of wires and fiber optic cables and crisscross some routers along the path, right? So we can get from point A to point B. So, you know, that, so this is the stuff that I'm most familiar with. Now, there are other ways like database, but I'm not a database dude. I'm not a programmer. I started off tech going up the networking path, right? Back in 2002. So, but they, but that stuff directly can bleed off into this other stuff over here. What you are doing is so good for people, good for you, man. Hey, hey, I try, man. Tech G cares about the kids, man. I care about the kids, man. Just a little bit. Just a little. Are there more security jobs versus networking? Uh, I would venture to say there's probably more security jobs than networking currently. Because, uh, like I said, I did a video saying there's like 700,000 cybersecurity jobs that were posted since January of this year. Unfilled. 700,000 unfilled cybersecurity jobs. Just floating around, waiting for somebody to apply that qualifies so they can hire you. So I would say, I haven't looked up the networking stuff, but I would say there's probably more cybersecurity. Yeah, we all wanted to be rappers. I thought I was going to be one, too, until I found out I sucked. I was like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. Let me go ahead and uh, read a book. <laughs> I thought I was going to play basketball until I got dunked on one day. I was like, you know what? I don't think this is for me. Let me go do something else with my life. What about getting certifications from a college? I spoke with a recruiter for cybersecurity classes at University of Buffalo, 12-month course. That's cool. If the college is offering you uh, certifications, meaning they're teaching you the cert and they're paying for it, like your vouchers, as you're getting your degree, then that's cool, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you're not, you're killing two birds with one stone. You're getting your degree in cybersecurity and you're getting your certifications. You the man out in these streets. Now you got to go out there and get a job and get some skills up under your belt so you can go out there and get the big bucks. You dig? Professor Black Ops. I need to go subscribe to Professor Black Ops. He's another cybersecurity genius. He's on his AWS cloud grind. He got four certs. See? He can tell you about this stuff too. You know.
Yep. You can find remote cybersecurity jobs. Hell, my brother does it right now. I think my brother works from home. <laughs> I love talking about my brother, man. My brother get on my damn nerves, but, you know, every now and then. But uh, he works. I want to say he works from home. I don't know if he went back to work yet. I mean, uh, in terms of physically, physically going in. I think ever since the pandemic started, he's been at the house chilling, just, just, just lounging. Shout out to Davidson. Make sure y'all subscribe. Tell your mamas, your baby mamas, your baby daddies. Everybody subscribe, man. Join the channel membership, man. We out here educating people, saving lives out in these streets, right? <laughs> hmm. How can you pass? Here's how you pass, uh, SFG. I'm going to show you right now how you pass, man. Give me a second. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you the steps on how to pass. Here's what you do. Nose is itching, right? You go to the Tech G YouTube channel, right? Here's what you do, man. You go to the Tech G YouTube channel. And you hit this join button right here. You hit this join button, and you go sign up for. Either this lessons membership or this quizzes and lessons membership. You go sign up for one of those memberships, preferably the quizzes and lessons, right? You go sign up for that. You're going to learn everything you need to learn to pass, baby. <laughs> that, that's, how, that's, that's the secret sauce right there, SFG. You sign up for one of them doggone memberships. And guess what? We're gonna be putting your we're gonna be putting your information on, on the Tech G Wall of Fame. Well, you out here talking about I passed. And you'll be sending me, <clears throat> you'll be sending me your certification like, like this person right here. And then leaving me little notes like this. All right. We're gonna we're gonna put you up there, man. But it starts with you. Yo, yo, listen, listen, FSG. We're gonna help you get off your mama's couch in the basement. And all you got to do is hit this join button. This join button will get you off the couch in the basement, bro. This join button will have you earning six figures in the next three to five years. Five to ten if you're, if you're, on the, if, if you're dragging your feet. You know what I mean? Hit that join button, baby. If you want to go learn Linux, here's what you do. Go to my man, Keep It Techie. Another fabulous YouTuber from New Orleans or Louisiana. I don't know if he's from New Orleans, right? Keep It Techie. You go sub to his channel. You go to his homepage and you scroll down. You're going to see a whole course, Introduction to Linux for Beginners, right? Cheer. Don't know how many videos he got up in here. All he talk about 99% of the time on his channel is Linux. So you want to be a Linux king or queen out here? Keep it techie is your dude, right? That's who you go, uh-oh, that's who you go subscribe to. You dig? And you ain't never too broke for courses. If you can afford, if you can afford your cell phone bill and internet connection, you can you can afford 
Hit one of the memberships. No excuses. <laughs> Shout out to my man, Savage Scientist, for the 291. Appreciate that. Oh, he's from the 504 New Orleans. All right. All right. Uh-oh. Am, am I still streaming? Did I freeze up? Oh, okay, I'm good. All right, so I'm about to bounce. Hopefully you guys learned something valuable. I'll stop this. There right, we go. Hope you learned something valuable. I'm about to go get in this gym and work on this dad bod. We're bringing sexy back. I'm about to go work out a little bit. Trying, trying to trying to make 42 years old look look good out in these streets. You understand? <laughs> trying to go get me some skinny jeans. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but nah, man. Hopefully you learned something. I'm about to bounce though. Appreciate everybody who's uh, tuned in. Subscribe. Hit a channel membership. Um, I'm still revamping. Oh yeah, I forgot to show y'all that. So let me let me go back. Hold on. Before we roll, it's, it's, it's free promotion time. <laughs> we go to the world's greatest website, right? This is the world's greatest website, owned by me. Got this little button up here called study materials, right? In case y'all don't feel like waiting for me to post videos. So I'm revamping all my study materials. For those of y'all who signed up for my stuff in the past, y'all know how it was. I went and redid the whole thing. So now we over here working with a new LMS. We out here, videos and labs galore, baby. So far, I only got one course posted. But I'm going to have A+, Net+, Security+, and some other stuff posted on here eventually. And uh, this will, you'll be able to go through and study on your own. You won't have to wait for me to post videos. The whole course will be built out. And then there will be a whole bunch of other stuff in there that I don't, excuse me, that I don't put on YouTube. Ooh, excuse me. Like, like all these labs, these little virtual labs and stuff, I ain't going to be doing that stuff on YouTube, but it'll be all up in there, and that'll qualify as your hands-on. And you can add this stuff to your resume, saying you know how to do this and that. So, you know, that's cracking too. But if not, you can still hit that, uh, you can still hit that dog on channel membership, you know what I mean? And get it cracking that way. All right, so I'm about to chuck deuces. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully I didn't curse too much because I don't really curse any on, on this channel. <laughs> but shout out to go sub to Professor Black Ops, Savage Scientist, Keep It Techie. Um, those, those are the and let me see, was there anybody else in here that does tech that I know of that I missed? I don't know. All right, anyway, I can't think of all right. Anyways, I'm about to bounce. Y'all be safe, man. Um, how I get this off my screen? All right, y'all be safe. Peace.